Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Season 3 of Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. We took a break for about a month, month and a half, and we are back with the first episode of Season 3. And to begin this episode, we are three... We are in our fourth year, technically, but three mm-hmm. years ago this month, right. we merged churches. So That's we right. thought it would be a good opportunity for us to talk about where we are as Grace Bible Fellowship after three years. How yes. are things going after three years? So we're going to talk about some things that are the same, some things that are different, and in that way we'll cover kind of some successes, some challenges, and all that good stuff. So, Brother Will, what's one thing that is the same three years later? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we we still hear from people pretty on a a pretty regular basis that, man, they're encouraged by what's happening. You know, the local pastors that we see, local people we know in our community, um, you know, seem to just continue to be, man, we're excited, and we're excited about what's happening, and um, you know, even with the discussions about, you know, trying to build the community center and the different things that we have going, it, there seems to be, you know, some real, some still, we're still receive that encouragement. Uh, even at the, some of the, you know, the, um, Kenny and I are on some state boards with the Baptist associate with the Baptist convention here in Missouri. And so even those guys, you know, are encouraged and, and always kind of encouraging. So I, I still feel like there's encouragement coming, right? Yeah. Uh, they still see the value in what we are doing. Uh, what else would you add to that? I, I would, you know, just piggyback off that and say even our members, I believe, still mm-hmm. value what we're trying to accomplish with right. diversity and fellowship and right. trying to bring that value out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's it's really important that they are still trying to lean in right. um, with that. I will also say that we are still committed to the gospel and committed to the word of God. Yes. yes. <laughs> and Even I believe some may think we're not. Some, right? some may yes. think we're not. And uh, that was something that we were trying to make plain. Yeah. And, and we always kept that at the, at the forefront when we were doing different interviews yeah. at, at the beginning of the merge is we, we kept the gospel at the forefront, the word of God at the forefront, mm. but there, it might have been still people, and some were skeptical that we were maybe going to start drifting more to the social gospel, or yeah. that we were going to even maybe neglect some of the um, societal ills or right. things of that nature. So, or compromise, yeah, or of, compromise, you know, right? Compromise on our doctrine, so that you know, because we don't really, we don't, we don't really agree on all this. So let's just compromise, and then we'll kind of meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. And which was not what we were trying to do, not what we were trying to do, and not where we are now, right? So we're still, well, we didn't have to do that, right? <laughs> I mean, we actually agreed way more than yes, uh, than we disagreed. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just remember, you know, three three years ago, us trying to figure out what book we're going to preach through first, 
and coming to the conclusion that we're going to do Galatians because mm-hmm. the issue in Galatians is that the gospel is of first importance. Like right. Paul is going to really hammer this church yes. about compromising on the gospel. Mm. And so we wanted to make sure that out of the gate, people understand that this is what we are about. Right. We are about that the gospel is of first importance. It's right. it's, it's most important to anything else than, than what we're doing. Yes, And we, we still hold to that. We still mm. hold to that. We still believe the Bible is inerrant, yeah. infallible. Uh, we're still going to preach the word. We're going to still exposit the text. We're going to preach through books. We're going we're gonna to do that. And mm. so, yeah, it's it's encouraging to me that we've we've held on to that. Right. That, that's important. Yes, I think you know. I think I, I think another thing that you know builds on that is that we're we're still we're still working on diversity and fellowship. Yes. <laughs> you know. I mean, we're still. Because that's one of those things that sounds a beautiful thing that sounds good, right? Yeah. Uh, be a good name for a podcast. I mean, all those types <laughs> of things. Be a good, put on your banner and your, you know, your vision and your values banner. And, but, but practically speaking, it's, it's difficult. It's, it's not easy to accomplish, you know, right. you can, you can kind of talk about it as a vision or talk about it, but, but we're, you know, you're still having to work on it. But I do think we've seen what's encouraging one of the more encouraging things that we've kind of seen is there are places where we can see some real clear evidence of that yes right so we think about you know um you know, brother tyrone who's uh one of our one of our elders you know like he uh, i'm i'm on the aspire board yeah um which is our local pregnancy resource center and um you know we we I had Tyrone come and sit at my table. Kenny sat at my table one year and did different things. And I think the kind of the ministry of the Pregnancy Resource Center was a was a little bit new to Tyrone. That wasn't something, but to have him there at that, to to have Kenny there at that, to uh, have representation there from the Black community. I mean, I look at that and I'm thinking, okay, this is we're we're doing life together, right? I mean, yes. this is. Um, it wasn't that either one of the, those guys were not necessarily pro-life or whatever, but just figuring out, okay, this is a ministry that we need to kind of plug into or that we could help and that we could serve. And um, and so, I mean, that's been, I mean, that's encouraging. Yeah, and, and not to make any generalization, but the truth of the matter is that there's not, there, there hasn't been as much um, African-American involvement with, <laughs> Pregnancy resource yeah, centers. Some of those aspects of the right. Pro-life some of those as- mm-hmm. aspects of that. Not saying that we again are pro-abortion like right. overwhelmingly. It's just that's not really something that we've traditionally mm. focused on. And so to right. see you know Tyrone and other people kind of get to lean into it, not just say I'm gonna, but to to be amazed by it and to be yeah. saying I need to really be involved in it. Yeah. I believe that's part of the uh, diversity and fellowship, realizing that I can I can learn from my my white brothers hmm. and sisters, right? right? And I can I can be involved in the things yeah, that they part, are passionate part, about. Partner with them, yeah. You know, like I can come along beside them in this and say, "This is a good thing." Yes, you know? yeah, yeah. That's good. Any other uh, maybe uh, places you've seen some examples of that? Yeah, another example of that is something that's happening in Southeast Missouri. Well, it's happening across the country, but we have one particular case in Southeast Missouri where uh, what the last lynching, the last recorded lynching in Missouri actually happened in our town, Sykeson, Missouri. And it's, so the individual's name was Cleo Wright. 
And so there's a group of people doing a remembrance pro- project. And so they, they had a ceremony um, re- some earlier this year, this summer. And some of the individuals from our church, some of the white individuals from our church, brothers and sisters, came and, and was a part of that. And that, w- to me, was, okay, this normally probably wouldn't have been on your radar. Right. It's not something that you would have normally attended. But mm. because you are doing, you're in relationship with mm brothers and sisters who this is passionate mm. they are passionate about this they 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 support this that now you you'll show up and right. you'll you'll be invested in it so uh, that for for me it's it's shows me that the body is not complacent yeah we're still working on this yeah. we're still committed to diversity and fellowship right it's ongoing it's yes. it's not a you know we don't just show up and we're all diversity and fellowship no no like you you got to work at it but but that's but it feels like i do feel like yeah we're con- continuing down that path right? yeah and it's goofy language but i mean we're continuing to walk that road i guess right um, we're still striving to maintain right. the unity the joy of the journey <laughs> yes. let's, let's, let's use really terrible stuff like that Can right use that on our first let's uh, do that start speaking in platitudes yes yes that would be super encouraging <laughs> yes Okay, so that's some things that are kind of the same kind of things we we continue to see happening, uh, continue to working towards. What's different? Yeah, we we talked about this in in a little bit in season two when we we did an episode called "The Move," I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, but the new worship location. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is uh, we have come back to the west end of Sykeston into the the location where I pastored in the predominantly African-American community after selling the building uh, that used to be where William uh, right. and, and Trinity Baptist was. And, and so we're back in this smaller place. We're back in the, the community, uh, in, in a community, in the African-American community where our hearts are towards reaching this community for, for Christ. Right. And so that is something that is, for for a lot of people and for us too it's drastically different yes i think mm-hmm. it, it's shocking to people that we actually sold that building yes and that we are actually back mm. in in this community right so so when we did the episode i mean i, I think it was pretty new right we yeah. had just sold the building and just moved back in and so we we're just kind of talking about different things so now we've kind of been here for mm, was three it? months yeah three or four three, months three you months, know yeah and so, I mean, it's just been it's just been very interesting to see the differences to kind of yes. compare and tra- contrast Grace Bible Fellowship meeting at the old Trinity Building, and now Grace Bible Fellowship meeting at uh, the old Smith Chapel Building. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just very. And you know, one of the things I've seen that's been you know very encouraging to me is that it like I think the community is very encouraged that the building right. is being used. Yes. Like there's there's currently now even down in the in the neighborhood there are buildings that are not being used and, yeah. and if you have conversations with people they're just discouraged by that. Yeah. You like know, what's this, going on with this building? Yeah, like, like why is nobody is this church still meeting? Is anything happening here? What's well, I remember when this church used to be this right. and mm-hmm. it's no longer that. Right. And so I'm I'm sure there was probably some of that happening when we yeah. first started meeting at the other church uh, at the other building and so so to me, it's been encouraging that as we've come back, I think people are like, hey, there's, you know, look at all these cars on a Sunday morning and look at all yeah. these. 
which is so funny because white people be mad about that stuff, right? <laughs> right. Why are all these cars in the neighborhood? You know what I'm saying? But it's like people are like they're just excited. Like yeah. it's like yes, there's you know there's stuff happening. There's things are going on, and uh, so that's been I mean that's been super fun to me. I mean it's just encouraging that right. Um, they were using the building again. What what else has kind of struck you as different about being down here in the new building? You know, being in being down here in the new old building mm. is is realizing um, being in a smaller space is that you can hear the voices when you're worshiping. Mm. I can, the the voices can be overpowering. Yes, mm. we we strive to sing congregationally. And, and so we, we want people singing out, but now we have to sing congregationally, right? We have to, they're pretty much leading. <laughs> yes. You pretty much follow the congregation. Yes. So. The congregation will overpower the people on the stage. Yes. And, and I mean, that's good to hear mm-hmm. other people's voices and to, to really, you know, hear the Lord being worshiped and everybody yes. making that joyful noise and, and singing loud to the Lord. Mm-hmm. It, it was, I believe everybody sang out. In, in the other building, but the sure. other space was so yeah, big it was that it's, yeah. it, it's kind of could necessarily it hear it depending on where you were sitting and mm-hmm. and all that. But now <laughs> it is coming out of the That's building. Right. Every seat in the house. Right. You're Everybody, you're hearing, you're hearing mm-hmm. that. And if, I mean, you're walking up to the building, you're hearing it. Yeah. It is, right. not, it is not It is not hard to hear. And, and it's good to hear, you know, the people of God worship which him in that it, way. Which is very encouraging, Kenny, when like, for example, let's just say, for example, yes. somebody who never leads worship <laughs> is forced into actually leading worship. Yes, I probably need to just go back and delete this video. Um, yeah, <laughs> we probably shouldn't say on the podcast. Yes. If you want to see some funny stuff happening, right. Right, Kenny got, by just some odd circumstances and different things that happened, Kenny got to lead worship. You Acapella, all do, no instruments. No instruments. On this past Sunday. So you need to look it up on Facebook. You really have to know me to know that this is not, that was this is not something that we want to do outside zone. of the box. But yes. But the people did sing out, right? <laughs> they did. And so they, that they was helped helpful. me out. Yeah. That was we good. got through it. Be, yeah. If, if we were in the other building, I wouldn't have done it. I would just, we're not going to have songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a long sermon because I'm, I'm gonna be able to hear myself in the other building. I don't right. want to hear myself, right? Yes, uh, yes. Right. So, yeah. but it's good. It's yeah. good to be able yeah. to, to hear other people singing. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think it's wouldn't you say? I mean, I think it's also you know a, a real blessing of being um, in this building is that people are kind of forced to see the need to to know the community. Yes, to see the community to be in the community. I mean, there were people who were still kind of just kind of our Sunday morning only or Sunday morning people who weren't necessarily coming on Wednesday nights, weren't coming to some of the other things that we were having uh, down in the neighborhood, but now they are, you know, yes. because this, this is, this is where we gather and this is where we meet. And, um, and so just practically speaking, it's bringing them to the neighborhood, I right? Mean, it's bringing them here. They're seeing what we're doing. Uh, they're seeing maybe, you know, helping them catch the vision for the community center and why that's a need and, you know, how we can kind of help, you know, some of these kids who are on the streets, you know, have a place to go, have a place to play, have a, you know. So to me, that's just been, man, that's been very encouraging. Yes. You know, and something that feels different. You know, it, it feels like we were almost more talking about, like talking about the West End or talk, you know, talking about the vision. Whereas now we're just almost just saying, see, like, can't you see? Like, this is right. 
and and maybe that's an overstatement, but but I I do feel like there's more. Um, it's just easier to communicate the vision now. Yeah, it's it's so. it's hard to avoid the the obvious needs in the yeah. neighborhood mm-hmm. when you're riding past them. That's right. I mean, like, they're there. Yeah. <laughs> if you never come in this, like you you yeah. can. Absolutely. If you don't live in this neighborhood, you could avoid it. That's right. Because there's not many. I mean. Mm-mm. Just common meeting places here. Right. Like you, you're not going mm-hmm. to Walmart in this neighborhood. That's right. You're not going to school in this neighborhood. So it's right. it's easy to avoid this neighborhood. But if you're driving down here to go to to go to church to worship, mm-hmm. you you you're you're going to see it eventually. You're yeah. going to see the needs and mm. uh, a lot of times ignorance is bliss. Yeah, it, it yeah. really is. Yeah, but when be. you can't have ignorance when it's it's right around you. So yeah, I mean that that is something different, something helpful even. Yeah. I, I would say um, just on a practical level, being in a, a, a smaller building, mm. it's just not as much emphasis on maintaining the building, mm. whether that's uh, just mentally as far as, okay, this thing is broken, this thing is broken, we got to get this fixed, got to get this fixed, or right. we're not using this building properly, we got all this room, we're not being good stewards over all of it, mm. um, or even resources. Right. Like, Financially, um, not necessarily having to to put as much resources into maintaining the building, it frees yeah. you up to be able to to do other things and to dream more and to to right. figure out other uses of uh, of finances or mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So I, I, that's another kind of different, something different as far as yeah. the worship location is. Yeah. Uh, what else would you say, brother? Well, and people have showed up that we <laughs> that we didn't know were going to show up. Yes. You know? I mean, even some people who like said, I don't, I'm, I may not, like there were some people we thought we might lose. Right. You know, with the selling of the building and with, you know, the new location. And, and yet they showed up, you know, yeah. and have seemed to really lean in and really, you know, been excited. And so that, that's been, uh, I don't know if that's different. Maybe that's a, something that, the same has happened that they're still attending, but it was different in the fact that we weren't expecting. We that, weren't expecting. You know? to. I mean, they weren't. Right. I don't think they were expecting that. Yeah. You know, and um, again, I think that maybe they came a couple times, or maybe they said, "Hey, I'm going to give it one chance or give it one shot," and they came and they thought, "Yeah, I can do." You know, like I can, I can do that. Right. You know, and um, it's weird. I don't. Kenny and I haven't talked about this a whole lot, but I mean, there is um, like unfortunately, in the white community, there is a very negative reputation about the West End. Of yes, Sykeston. I very mean, much so. Very like it's dangerous. It's I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cross those tracks and immediately yeah. bullets are gonna like start flying gonna, yeah. at me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, you're gonna get shot no matter what. And um, and I I think part of what's what's happened is people realize yeah some of that's not true. Yes, you know, like some of that right. is overblown. You know, and I feel very safe. You know, I don't yeah. feel you know, threatened or whatever it is that people are trying to do there. And so, I mean, I guess you would say we, we've eliminated some of that fear. Right. You know, and some of that as, um, for some of our, for, for some of our white members. And I think that's, that's really good. I mean, I think that's a good thing. Um, I mean, some of it's unfortunate that it was ever there to begin with. Right. But, um, I am thankful that hopefully, um, worshiping down here now, that's, that's helped eliminate some of that. So, yeah, so that's you know pretty much all in regards to the worship location. What's different, and you yeah, know what, what's, what's another different? Yeah. Or, or did I cut you off? You're gonna say something? No, you're good. That's what I was kind of going to. Something else that's kind of different is you know now that we're three years in, and you know COVID is uh, we we've, we've gotten used to it 
<laughs> more more mm. acclimated to it, not saying that it's over or anything like that or something that we don't have to think about, but there's a rhythm. Like we're, yeah. it's a rhythm. We're we're kind of used to one another. We kind of used to um <laughs> some of the things that need to be done. Right. And so now we're kind of freed up to focus on other things that we've right. we've kind of neglected over the time with the with the merge and some some administrative things, um, you know, even raising up deacons in the church and, yeah. and ordaining, you know, putting them into place and some things with the constitution that we need to work on. Mm. And so now that we've kind of hit a rhythm, we're able to, to, to focus on those things to, yeah. to make sure they're not neglected. So I mean, yeah. three years in, it's good to, to be able to say that it probably would have happened sooner <laughs> if COVID hadn't hit. Yeah. And I'm sure that's the true with a lot of people, but yeah. Uh, well, and I would add, like, if you're listening and you're a member of a church, have show a lot of grace to your yes. pastor. You know, if there are if there are certain things that have that you feel like, man, this has really been neglected, right? There's probably a reason for that. Yes, you know, I mean, there, it's it was a hard time. It was a hard time to pastor through. Not just hard for Kenny and I; it's hard for almost every pastor I've talked with. You know, every local and pastor I know. Well, the benefit we have is that we have multiple pastors. Yeah, yeah, a lot and of a lot single, of a lot of people mm-hmm. have single pastors, and right. you really need to show some super extra yeah that's uh, right. extravagant grace to mm. to those pastors because they they're maybe maybe now they're just now starting to get to some of those other things and really honestly some of those single pastors hardly ever get to those things because right. they're just trying to do the week to week stuff oh yeah you know and so anyway that's a whole nother <laughs> yeah it's a whole nother uh episode on the plurality of elders and why it can be helpful but um what else what else would you think is kind of maybe different is there another different yeah so th- three years ago when we merged um, the idea of racial reconciliation was almost universally seen as a positive right with the kind of political environment we've been in for some time now especially with some of the um, you know protests and injustices and you know Mm. some of the you know the idea of being woke quote unquote woke and anti-woke it seems Mm. like it's not as supported in in christian circles as it was when we first merged yeah like when we first Mm. merged it seemed like universally everybody thought it thought of it as a positive Mm. but now um i would say that everybody wouldn't view it as something that like I think even at that time people were trying to figure out okay how can we maybe do something mm-hmm. might not necessarily the same but right. at least be somewhat involved right in some form of racial reconciliation in our community. I think now people are like some there there's a group of people who would say it is completely unnecessary right. and it is unbiblical mm-hmm. and it leads to uh <laughs> You know, you abandoning the Bible or yeah. or weakening the gospel in some sense, and and that that's fairly new within the I would say the past three years. Yeah, it's something that mm-hmm. we've um, seen as even a is somewhat of a challenge, and we right. got to kind of speak against you know now that we didn't have to even too much worry about right in the beginning. Yeah, it seemed like before I mean, we, you talked about this earlier, like we were we were trying to convince people we're not. We're not mo- we're not social gospel. Like right. we're not going to compromise on the gospel. We're not going to whatever. But now this woke kind yes. of language has become very prevalent, and so it's it's like 
<laughs> it's like we have to have a whole. Di- I mean, the the the, the conversation is very similar. Like yes. they're similar in that because I think a lot of those people would say, well, you know, social social gospel is a liberal move. You're moving away from the Bible, right? Right. And then they would say woke is a liberal move. It's maybe, but they're not the same thing. No, it, it's not exactly the same. No, and it's not exactly the same feel. It's not know? even the right definitions necessarily, which we talked about that too. <sighs> right. You in know. Earlier so I, that has that is really different. You know, because they're now. I think I could tell anybody back in the day. Anybody that I is a profession professing Christian or a pastor or whatever, and say, "Hey, this is what we did, and we merged our churches." And I expected kind of a positive, like, "Oh man, that's great!" You know, yeah. You know, now, now <laughs> I'm like, I need to know where you are politically before I tell you what <laughs> right. happened in my church. You know, because there's just such this. Um, yeah, I always want to go up and ask, like, what pastors do you listen to outside of your own pastor? Yes, and if we you, have a when you answer that question, is going to let me know <laughs> whether or not I need to share this with you or not. Yeah, I mean, it, it just, I think that's, I mean, in one sense, I'm very grieved over that. It is, uh, yeah. It's, I, I don't think it's been a move in the right direction. Now I know something. It's just another, I mean, it's almost, we're, we're going backwards in a sense to where, and then it's just creating more division within the church. There's more. I mean, why why are we continuing find, finding uh, battlegrounds within the church yeah, against no. one another? Yeah. And yeah. We we're good at we're good about that, right? And it and it definitely seems like we're you know we're we're separating more. We've created we've created new camps. Yeah, and I'm like, we don't need any more new camps. to, yes. to be divided. You know, we like we don't need new camps. We're still trying to figure out the old stuff. Yes. You know, and and how to think because because even even if you think even if you go back with like social gospel, it's like. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to reduce the gospel of Jesus dying on the cross for our sins and being raised from the dead. And like, I don't want to reduce that to, oh, we just need to help the poor. Or we just need to, right? Yeah, I, I see that error. But, but even then, I would have said, but we are called to help the poor. Yes. Right? I mean, like, <laughs> it's a both and, y'all. yeah. So we got to figure out how do we, you know, don't overcorrect in either like, direction. Those are conversations we need to have. And then now it's like we can't even get to that conversation. No. Because we're we're having this whole other conversation about political who you who are you supporting politically or or woke versus anti woke you know are you are you behind CRT yes. and that whole stuff and so there's just all these other conversations that I felt like man um, I don't think those that's those are not indications of progress no they're just they're just really have muddied the waters even more you know yes. and so. But that's where we're at, brother. I mean, that yeah. is. I mean, it's it's different. It's not. It's not what it was three years ago, and um, and and that just is what it is. And so we're trying to trying to work through it and pray through it and fight through it as best we can. And so, cool, good stuff. Well, let's. Um, we will continue in season three our tradition of closing each episode with crazy questions. As always, you can always send us crazy questions. Um, uh, we would love to love to try to ask them and answer them best right. we can. So the crazy yes. question for today, brother: What is the most surprising thing that has happened in the merge in three years? Yeah. So for me, I would say actually coming back to this building, yes, and worshiping. Yeah. I, I remember. Well, I, I preached the first Sunday back in this building, and coming back into that pulpit. <laughs> You know, after we mm-hmm. set up everything again, and <laughs> I mean, which was a crazy, you know, yes. period of time, moving and Ooh. setting things up. Yeah. But being back in that pulpit and just going back to, you know, 
what, six, seven years and realizing, okay, my first sermon was in this pulpit too. Yeah. And yeah. I wasn't expecting to, to use this pulpit for, you know, for the gathering of the saints again. Right. Yeah. And so that was surprising to me. I, I, I didn't imagine that we would be worshiping yeah. in this same building in, right. in this community yeah. again. And so it's a, it's a good surprise, but it, yeah, yeah. it definitely was surprising to me. Yeah. What about you, brother? Well, mine's along the same line. I mean, mine's connected. I, I think the most surprising thing, and, and maybe you could say this is recency bias or whatever, but like I, I've i been real surprised at how much I actually really enjoy this building. Yeah. I, I um, you know, the other building, for, for people who don't know, the other building was larger, bigger, you know, uh, we had a whole lot more space, like way more classroom space, way yeah. more all kinds of space, you know fellowship hall we had a you know meals yes places for meals you know those kinds of things the parking lot was we had a big huge parking lot where right you, you know have no parking lot here <laughs> we <don't laughs> street parking we do not even have a parking lot <laughs> yes right? so i mean there, there were things that i thought this is going to be really challenging you know yeah. and i'm going to miss that i'm going to miss the building and i'm going to miss certain things or whatever and and i you know there's just always that you know you're just always wondering am i going to enjoy this is this going to be you know but i love it like I love coming to, I mean, I love coming to work, quote unquote, work down here. I mean, I love studying down here. I love um, preaching. I love showing up on Sunday mornings and seeing people just walking around in the streets and just talking to people. And um, I mean, I love that that we're down here and I'm, I'm, you know, we're starting to kind of get to know the neighbors. I mean, actually, we know most of the neighbors pretty well. And yeah, like I, there's there's something about I told you about, you know, being Wednesday night. Uh, we have a local park that's you know less than a block away from us, and we we kind of spend a lot of time in the summers and and now in the fall, kind of uh, ministering and getting to know people there. Like I love being able to say to the guys that we're playing basketball in the park or the guys that we meet there to say, "Hey, we're right here." Yeah, like like this is where we meet. It always felt weird to say, "Hey, we're across town." You know? <laughs> yeah, like we're on this other side, and then trying to explain and. So, um, I mean, I'm very thankful for the, the building. I'm thankful for, you know, that we were able to sell it and the resources yeah. and how that's going to move us forward towards, uh, building a new community center. But, but I, I don't, I just, I just really enjoy, I enjoy being down here. I enjoy, um, I, I don't, I, that, I, that's a, that was surprising to me. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I'm just thankful for what, what's happening here. Yes. Cool. Well, thank you guys for, uh, Joining us on season three, if uh, hopefully you've had the last month to catch up with all of season two. If not, go back and check those out, and uh, uh, we'll keep moving forward for season three. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.